You are listening to The Current Daily, the official podcast of UC San Diego's IT Services Department. I'm your host, Miguel Rodriguez. Today is Monday, August 10th. Coming up, we'll hear about maintaining healthy eating habits during COVID-19. But first, some other food-related news. The crack research team here at The Current Daily does apologize for not mentioning this momentous occasion last week, but better late than never. August 8th was National Sneak Some Zucchini Onto Your Neighbor's Porch Day. I hope you celebrated heartily and responsibly. I'll have to get on that crack research team here at The Current Daily for not lining up an esteemed faculty member to break down the history of this cherished tradition. But there is plenty of information on the internet. Apparently, zucchini harvest for some gardeners comes in August, and prolific gardeners may end up with more zucchini than they can handle. So, one surreptitiously sneaks some squash onto a neighbor's porch as a way to expunge excess yield. And on a serious note, in some communities, they use the day to promote general donations to local food banks. So let us know at its-podcast at ucsd.edu if you either gave or received zucchini this weekend. Alas, dear listener, we're not going to spend this whole episode on zucchini-related frivolity. Let's turn now to Angie Liu and her interview with Miriam Girari. This is Angie Liu, and I'm here with Miriam Girari. She's the HCH wellness dietitian. She's here to answer some questions we have about self-care and being healthy during COVID-19. I want to start with a very important question to me. Mm -hmm. How real is quarantine 15? It's, well, apparently very real from word on the street. I have been getting a lot of questions about that, among other issues with their health because of quarantine. And, you know, the change up in being home all day and not having your outlets and your resources and, you know, engagement with other people. And then now you have chronic access of food that's right there at your fingertips in the cupboard and the pantry and the fridge and freezer. And maybe many of you decided to stock up for three years. Well, which is probably half of you because the stores were empty for a long time. So we all have plentiful goods in our home. And then we have sort of emotional crisis going on, like depression and anxiety is up. So We tend to soothe with food, being more sedentary. So it's no wonder there's some weight changes and health changes during this time. There are things you can do, though. Combat quarantine 15. Okay. Yeah. So first, it's just awareness. You just have to actually look at what's happening and without judgment because, you know, we don't bash ourselves into better health. That doesn't work. It may work temporarily, but it won't work long-term. So, you know, having any kind of judgment about being different way is just not helpful. So you basically, you look at what are the self-care practices I'm doing right now for myself? What have I been missing since the quarantine that I used to do that made me feel really good and, and well? Maybe... You had daily exercise and now you don't. How are you going to get that back in? Maybe you had 
more wholesome meals and you had more structure in your day and then now you don't. So you sort of just go down the list of things that made you feel well that maybe you let go and aren't doing now. And it's starting to put that back in, in more creative ways, because now, you know, our schedules are changed, our environment has changed, socialization has changed. So, all right, I'm in charge of me. I'm going to structure my day. I'm going to input in my calendar, my breakfast, lunch, dinner, uh, maybe a snack or two. And I'm going to just sit down and enjoy it, but not graze all day from my cupboard. And then maybe it's okay. I have this block of time today. This is my exercise. When am I doing it tomorrow? And what does it look like? So having a plan, not just going rogue and winging it every day, because what ends up happening is that black hole of home. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. then as the day gets on, your resolve goes down and then it's not going to happen. So those self-care practices, they have to just be scheduled and structured. And then, of course, you can dig down deeper and find more balanced meals. What does your plate or bowl look like? Are you including fruits and vegetables every day? How many servings? Are you eating whole grains? Are you drinking enough water? Are you drinking more alcohol? (laughs) It just starting to like all the little checkpoints of what makes you feel well, what keeps you healthy, what has happened, and maybe you can start infusing them back in. Yes, but I understand. I mean, I'm a planner, so being able to see it in advance will make me more likely to do it than if I don't have anything else at all planned out. It's a priority thing, you know, we prioritize of course, work and meetings and your family, but then where is your self-care practices? It doesn't need to take five hours a day. It's you need to move your body an hour a day and maybe do like fidgeting up and down moves throughout the day. But where is that hour for you? You need to carve that out and you get crafty with the meal planning, but that has to just be inputted into your schedule. And it's just like a mandatory thing. I'm glad you brought up the whole family, balancing everything with work and meetings. You have a child. Yes. What's your advice for people that have kids at home and already have their hands full? What are some tips that people can do to stay active? Well, yeah, I'm a single mom and I have a three-year-old. I fortunately have, you know, some childcare services that I still have. Otherwise, I would definitely find something to help because, or someone, because it would not have worked out. You know, I would say with balancing me and my work. And so reaching out to your resources is like huge. Like now is the time. Now is the time to ask for help to whatever makes you comfortable. So you have to get a little more creative using the kids nap times and using that village I hear a lot of cool stories about some moms and dads just getting in their little safe bubble, you know, a few parents together and they kind of rotate who's teaching the kids and letting their, I don't know, being in charge of their Zoom calls or whatever. And then while the other parents can get what they need to get done. Mm -hmm. So then it's kind of like 
parent sharing, kid sharing, or whatever you want to call it. There's so much virtual help right now as well. So if you clearly gyms are closed, so a lot of outlets are just closed. So using the YouTube videos, like exercise videos to get little bouts of exercise whenever you can input that into your day and you're not commuting. So you have to look at it that way. You're not, you're saving on time that way, right? Very true. Can you also engage your family into joining you into these health practices, like mm-hmm. taking a walk, joining in on an exercise video? Um, even if it's a disaster, it's still like you're trying and eventually everyone will get on board. I mean, I tried, yeah, yoga with my son and he just like climbs on me. And I was like, well, I guess, guess this is animal yoga or whatever new kind of yoga. We're just moving. It's fine. It's not what it's supposed to be, you know, but the point is having flexible thinking, still trying to infuse, even if it doesn't come out the way you think it's going to come out, you just keep trying every day. The other thing is you can order groceries online. So I don't want the excuse. I can't go to the stores, you know, no, you can get everything online and there's prime now and Amazon fresh and all the grocery stores have their own online thing, wherever you're living, you have to check out what's around you. You have to put in the time and effort. And if you don't feel like you want to, then I feel like that might be a time for scheduling some like virtual therapy because maybe you're too Mm. depressed and down to want to self-care. If you're not feeling that motivation, then I think it's time to talk to a professional. I'm glad you bring that up because we actually had another session where we had someone from FSAP Mm -hmm. talk about how it's more important than ever to do self-care. What are some other resources that you recommend for us to get through this? FSAP for the staff, for sure. Students use CAPS. And if you have health insurance, looking up on their website, who's in network, And most of them are offering virtual sessions. So, you know, even for myself, FSAP is really swamped right now, Mm -hmm. legitimately. So if it's like two months out, you can't get an appointment, then I would say it's time to go to your insurance and look at the in-network providers and just try one out. You never know. Sometimes you have to go through a few, but therapy is like getting your car detailed or go to the mechanic or your hair done or something. (laughs) It's just, it's just maintenance of us. Yeah. It no longer needs to be shameful or taboo or like you are insane or crazy. It's just, it's really important maintenance for holistic health. If you can end with something you just want everyone to take away from this conversation, what would you like to say? I think I said it earlier about the flexible thinking, because I think we get into trouble when we have expectations of what our day is supposed to be, of what a situation is supposed to be. And because there's, you know, the landscape is ever changing right now. It's super important for us to be able to bob and weave 
with it and just keep thinking creatively and then figuring out how to take care of yourself. And that is number one. It's daily planning to do that. And it should feel like brushing your teeth after a while. Like it's just needs to be a part of our essence. And so even in this time more than ever, it's, it's really a benefit to put that time in. And then if you're with your family a lot, you can look at it like what a gift and opportunity for simple quality time. I'm glad you have this nice perspective on this whole quarantine situation we're in. It's not easy. Human beings are really, we do best with structure. We say, oh, kids need structure, kids. No, adults need structure. We need it for for our whole lives. Free time, we think it's glorious and magnificent because we work ourselves a lot in this country, but we really thrive on structures. Just making sure you're having that work-life balance and then the the self-care practices, that that's part of your structure. Thank you. I appreciate you coming on to the podcast. My pleasure. And keep focusing on what's in this moment, in this minute. Thank you. Yeah, my pleasure. I sure hope you're enjoying this podcast. Remember to let your fellow IT services staff members know that this podcast exists. Get everyone to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you can get your podcasts. This podcast is a collaborative effort, and we want to hear from you. If you have any ideas for podcasts or topics, send them to me at its-podcast at ucsd.edu. That's it for today. Keep an ear out for the next episode of The Current Daily.